Hello and welcome to the Films and Swear in episode 26. I am your host Stuart Sutherland and joining me across the internet is Andrew. Yeah. Walker. I'm, I'm, I've been demoted back to fucking just joining you now. Ah, he sends for a cross Skype. I'm not a co-host anymore. Nah. <laughs> there's no co-effort. Fuck you. <laughs> so yes, uh, we are uh, phoning this one in tonight. Yeah. Um. What's new? Hmm. That was not like just a dig at us phoning the show in likes, but I just actually meant what's new with you. <laughs> Fuck knows what's new with me. <laughs> Fuck off. <well. coughs> uh, no. <laughs> I've started playing Minecraft again. Alright. The Xbox One. It is different a wee bit, like. I got attacked by a very tall black fucking thing. Oh yeah, is that something like an Enderman? An Enderman? I didn't hear a clue. I was just walking about. You don't look into his eyes. Because the bed was green. Look back up, it's night time. I tell around and there's like, there's this big beast monster black thing. And I just like, I look at it and it starts beating me up. Ah, then you look at it. <laughs> Never look at it. <laughs> the fucking leg it. Aye. Basically, when you hear one of those, you dig a hole in the ground and then fill the top in. Uh-huh. And wait for half an hour. <laughs> Periodically digging out to see if it's okay. And then, like, a That's creeper shows up. I saw a fucking uh, orange creeper. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I've built a big tower for as a look at on my island and I looked in the distance and I saw an orange one. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck's sake, this is totally different. Yeah. Oh, well, at least it's... Like, obviously they're not going to improve the, the graphics of the game. Well, they have brought packs that, that kind of make the blocks a wee bit smoother. Oh, like a texture thing. Aye. Alright. I think I... I tried the same, like I bought the Skyrim when they started doing themed game, like themed skins. I yeah. bought the one to Skyrim and I think yeah. I, I walked maybe like five feet in it and then I turned off and played something else. Oh. I was like, yeah, that was a well spent two pound. Two pound? Aye. Like, I it probably would have been fine if I actually went and played the game. Like, uh. even the default map of the Skyrim pack was uh, the actual game, like the actual map they had in the Skyrim game, but in right. Minecraft. So I could have spent hours just going and looking through the towns and seeing the Minecraft equivalent. Yeah. But I just like walked from one end of the island to the other and went, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it, yeah. I'm going <laughs> to buy that then. I'm pretty That's sure they're all still there. Days. So you'd be meddling with Minecraft. Yeah. Oh, you been there? Um, I went to the Kokodi Film Festival. Way. <laughs> uh, I went and saw the new Woody Harrelson, not the Woody Harrelson film. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> the pedo with the... I reckon they would all be fucking stoner films if it was him. Uh, but uh, Woody Allen, uh, the, the new pedo. Woody Allen movie. Uh, Magic in the Moonlight. I've never heard it. Aye. It, I thought, uh, prior to the, the actual festival, I thought, Christ, won. Oh. And then, when I've got three pages of likes and a third of a page of dislike. Fucking hell, you went detailed as fuck. Aye, I think I was just, like, doing a running commentary. Like, my hand was just working away. <laughs> like, just doing an audio transcription. Aye. I could publish the book on the Blues Brothers now. <laughs> Put it on the shelf beside Rocky 2. I just kind of abbreviated the bits I liked. Alright, well, you start off. Tell me some of your highlights. Bridge jump! <laughs> <laughs> the better start with this, like, the. the, the... Aye, he's talking about, like, why have we got this hunk of junk car? Aye, and they said, I will fucking show you. <laughs> and it just flies across the bridge. Aye. <laughs> New car should be able to survive that fall. <laughs> it should have instantly just 
fucking went into a thousand oh, pieces. All four wheels just pop off it. Doors, both of them through the windshield. Yeah. You are sitting, boy, it's so fucking poor. Alright. Music's good. <laughs> <laughs> Very astute, Andrew. Yes. Um, mine's go back earlier. Like, my first comment was uh, when Jake was getting his belongings given back to him. Uh, uh, the guy going through the stuff where it was like, uh, one, like, prophylactic. Then it's like, yeah. uh, one, soiled prophylactic. <laughs> it's like, oh. Who the fuck thinks I used Johnny at the jail? Aye, I, I must have put it in his pocket. Fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> Oh, that'll be fucking bugging. <laughs> fucking hell. And it was just the fact that when he was first released out of prison, it was like he was coming out of heaven almost. Like it was like oh, the gates. Oh, Aye, the gates were open, and it was like the bright light. It's like, right. is, is he? When watching this for the first time, Jake like, looked like leaving heaven. Exactly. Is he being returned back to earth? Like, I don't think prison's heaven. Well, if you watch fucking. Trailer part boys then fucking seems pretty cushy. <laughs> <laughs> um They love it in there. One of my other notes is visiting the penguin for the first time. Which it was not dying. Oh the fucking aye, aye. I I loved how she had like this supernatural thing. Or maybe it's just a religious thing about her. Where she levitates and the doors open and close. Oh that was fucking weird to do with that. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> so no, she's religious. Like shit, the place is haunted. Aye, but I just love like kids the are and everything. She just starts beating them for t- like swearing. That was awesome. Like <laughs> says, right, well we'll get like the money, no problems. I don't want your dirt money, or is it blood money or something? Like your filthy money. He says, well I guess you're up shit creek. <laughs> fucking, what'd you say? He <laughs> <laughs> fucking explains it. <laughs> Uh, and then it's just like the barang back and forth, like she strikes him and he's like, oh, for Christ's sake, Jim. And then he hits him for saying Christ and uh, just goes back and forth. And then Belushi Jesus. rolls down the stairs, still in the fucking chair and table. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think he was like a Samuel Hung style stuntman. Like he just threw himself downstairs. <laughs> Like, even when it gets to the the great Baptist church scene where he sees the light and he just fucking bursts into, like, doing front flips, like, (laughs) down the hall. And then, like, (laughs) just the whole whole speech, like, uh, when the light hits him and it's James Brown, like, leaving the fucking church. Yeah. And I didn't know, like, the music was infectious. Like, why is there no uh, hip happening <laughs> in black churches around here? I know, that would be awesome. Like, <coughs> I'd be chipped so much more interesting. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get up and fucking testify. Aye, hearing the jingle jangle of a thousand lost souls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, though. That that one that scene was actually made it onto my fucking dislikes. All right, just how bad the fucking continuity was in it. What? <laughs> Explain. Well, when the other dancers were coming up dancing, yep, it was cut into shots from behind the priest, mm-hmm. behind James Brown looking down the aisle, and there was no dancers there. Right. Then we cut back and the dancers were there again. And then go back behind the priest again, and they were there again. <laughs> All right, I never looked at it that way. Uh, I, no, I started off all fucking like oh, trying yeah. to do this shit professionally, and then I thought, what the fuck, we trying to do this in a comedy for? Aye. And even to the point where they like you know, everyone else, there's like obviously like, some trampoline work going on. Oh, they're just everyone doing flips. I think kid like. That kid black folk can jump. You don't see that folk. <laughs> no, I've seen the other one. White men can't jump. Alright, oh, I've seen the other one. <coughs> black men can't jump. Um, but I, I love like how uh, the light comes down on him and it's like, uh, do you see the light? And it's something 
fuck, this is where you should have the quote. And it's like, uh, Jesus H, goddamn Christ, I see the lights. Uh, and he does his wee athletic spiel up and down the hall and gets yes. back to like Dan Aykroyd and he just starts doing some jogger on the spot. Going, <laughs> hey, <yep." laughs> he doesn't really know what to do. He didn't quite see the light. He was standing beside the light. He never got in uh, it. You see the you see the reflection after he's got his brother's glasses or so. <laughs> Aye. Like, where the fuck's that light coming from? That's enough for me, right? Let's go. <laughs> and then like it leads into one of like another brilliant part of the movie, but also like the most chaotic. Well, no, that's not even true. Uh, at that point, maybe the most chaotic point when they take a shortcut through like a mall. Aye, that was what? When was that necessary? The <laughs> police are fucking idiots <laughs> in this film. <laughs> They're so fucking retarded, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like, the fucking... They're, drive, they're fucking spinning around in circles and everything. Like, their car's parked and they're fucking... And they get a crash at the donut show. Aye. The police are just fucking doing donuts in the fucking middle of the fucking place. Mm-hmm. At first I thought they were almost having a dig at, like, uh, fucking The Muppets or Sesame Street. No, there's the Muppets when a guy's asking, like, do you have a Miss Piggy? And then a fucking car runs through the store, right through, right. like, Toys R Us. <laughs> and it, all of a sudden it starts, like, like uh, all these light bulbs start going off in your head and you start realising this is where you've seen spoofs of, like, Family Guy come from and right. where it's just, like, the music, da na 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 <laughs> Like, again, it's just even a great back soundtrack. But yeah. the fucking chaos that must have been to film. I know. Like that's something you should you you'd probably have to do once. Oh, you can't fucking build on that again. Try exactly. So, oh, no, no, the right angle. Okay, let's uh, put some more panes of glass up. Get the cars back. Get everyone back in place. Rebuild the store. Fucking hell. That that was that was almost. I know this film shot over a budget, but. I would do this in the sense that you've made your films like Christ, we've still got three million left. Right. Okay, let's destroy a mall. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. But it was almost at the point where they were do, like doing advertising for them, like both Jake and Elwood driving about, and they're sitting pointing out, oh, they got the new models out this year, and they're talking about cars, and then they're talking about, like, man, this mall's got everything. <laughs> Uh, and I expect them basically just to drive through the sign of them all at the end, like a <laughs> uh, fucking super mall, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, that was some of the time while we were figuring out where they were. Aye. I must have missed it when they seen it. I was like, where the fuck are they? They're in New York or something. <laughs> I couldn't be cute until they eventually figured out that was where they were. Mm-hmm. And, but one of the things I loved about that was the fact that they gave you that camera shot of the, the police car. Like, when that gets upturned, and it's spinning, right. and it just cuts to the shot of the two cops upside down screaming. Okay, <laughs> <And they're>, fucking <laughs> hell. It was that silly, but it was so fucking cool that they just had, the like, a camera on the hood of the car. Yeah. And it just had them going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> just sliced in there with the rest of it. Uh, what notes you got around this point? Um, I've got... When Kerry Fisher attacks them for the first time out of nowhere, I thought, I've got a gun that it like a gun for Star Wars. It <laughs> like one of the fucking laser pistols for Star Wars. It just hurt when she launched the rocket at them outside their house. Uh, like... It's like she's got the barrel of a Gatling gun shooting fucking rockets. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that they just dust it off. Aye, did Gatling fuck all up? Aye. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> the, the the weird point where they were signing in, into like the hotel. I cry at a hotel, but it's like a a fucking hut. Uh, it's yeah, like it was a, a fucking place for gentlemen. Aye, where there's old men playing chess, uh, begging for cheese whiz. Oh, get my cheese whiz, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Good lodge. I know it's like. And I was like, why is that moment there? I'm, I, I was overthinking it. I said, right, 
who's the guy that wanted the cheese whiz? What was... And was like, was it this the director or was this someone really famous that like, was known for his love of cheese whiz? <laughs> but then I just... Nah, I gave myself a save it. <laughs> um, even like when you get to see Elwood's shitty little apartment. Oh, God. There's no. like a lobby. I've got, I've just got doing the dislikes the fucking minx like. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see why that boy loves eating like toast. That's all he can oh, make in that house. <laughs> like making it off of fucking coat hangers. Like that's that's usually reserved for someone's crack den. This oh, is like a fucking toast hut. <laughs> <laughs> and I just love the fact when uh, Jake falls asleep on his bed. And fucking Dan Aykroyd just goes, Hey, you sleaze, my bed! <laughs> <laughs> it's something fucking oh, like this film, Catch Me Off Guard. And he sees about the trains. Does he hear them much? He says, Nah, nah, I hardly hear them. I hardly, and they're fucking gone every fucking ten seconds. Aye, like, every time they give you a shot of the window, there's another train going past. Um, it must be like the busiest bit in fucking Chicago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And when it gets to the next day, like when uh, John Candy shows up with the police, Aye. and then when they get there and fucking Carrie Fisher's outside, we, we must have like wired the building up with explosives <laughs> and <laughs> destroys the building. The whole fucking bone comes in. <laughs> it's the fact like when <laughs> John Candy opens the door <laughs> and he just falls through the floor. <laughs> it was such an amazing practical stunt. Like, how the fuck did they manage to do that? I know. Like the fact, like, basically, this whole stage they're on, just like a sinkhole, basically happens. Oh, that's what it looked like. <laughs> they, they all just dropped. Yeah. John Belushi just rolls into the bricks, <laughs> and again they just brush it off. I get up, walk away. <laughs> oh, I did note. I did note here. Uh, Carrie Fisher, 80s hot. I should know badly. Mm-hmm. She looked like the girl next door, but also the girl next door with lots of fucking guns. Aye, who the fuck do they come from? Flamethrowers, missile launchers. <laughs> Flamethrower bit was cool. <laughs> Aye, the fact... Because they're just sitting talking on the phone box and they come in anywhere. So fucking hell. I like the fact that in her house she had like all the manuals... Like, on, like, there was, like, a brief shot of her looking at one for flamethrowers and was uh, like, right, what am I going to try next? <laughs> Good thing it didn't take it too serious and, like, she just, like, done a drive-by and threw a fucking bag of anthrax in his face. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a real downer ending. Oh, an acid attack. <laughs> oh, just fucking throws a shot glass in his face. Uh, the, the glasses actually get melted to their head. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> that is like a gag about them never taking the glasses off. I was like, no, we can't. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, when it gets to the point where they have to like get the band back together, the uh, one part of the film I find it, to me, I find it slows down is when they get to like the, the French restaurant and they're trying to uh, get like the, the guy on the desk. He's a part yeah. of the band, and they want him back. And he he's he's quite resistant. He kind of like says, "No, this is this is me now. I'm I'm working here." So they go yeah. sit at the tables and like start accosting customers, like, "Sell me your children, your daughters. Yeah. How much for the girls?" And then like fucking Dan Aykroyd's just pounding fists of bread. <laughs> and I've got to note it that the waiter was Pee Wee Herman. What? Yes. Jesus, I never noticed that. Uh, the waiter that came at the table. <coughs> I recognise that cunt. I went and looked it up and it was Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> I recognise him anywhere. Eh? You recognise him from anywhere? Yeah. Fucking Didn't he have the spirit bow tie or fuck all like that? But... Aye. Dark cinemas. Was he not... Oh. Was he not like... Pretty sure he's a sex offender. See the one walking in the cinema? Maybe one of many, I think, several celebrities have been caught by now, but... Uh, pretty sure he's he's had something. 
But I think the police have a record on him anyway. Yeah, he's done something wrong. <laughs> but but the, I'll explain my only dislike of the movie, and it's something I can't really properly dislike because it won't make any sense. The fact yeah. that the whole getting the band back together I found a little too long. Aye, uh, a wee bit, aye. Uh, but I guess that's like the main focus of the film. Yeah. Is getting the band back together. Because originally I'd written down, maybe they could have switched it. Like nowadays that would probably just be a montage of getting the crew together. Yeah. But that probably would have taken an hour out of the movie. I know. So... And that's thing with a musical. Um, there has to be a lot of music, musical numbers. There has to be a lot of songs mixed yeah. in with this. Like this film runs for uh, around two hours and ten minutes. Aye. So for ages. Exactly. But it is. It's half movie, half like concert, basically. Aye. Like you, you go through about half a dozen music videos, and then at the end, it's just a big concert. Aye. So. It, you can't even blame it for being quite a, a lengthy film, but it helps that the film's fucking bonkers as well. Yeah. The fact that they, they put Nazis in this movie. <laughs> the fucking Illinois Nazis. Aye, uh, uh, Nazis, what the fuck? Aye. Uh, the swastika is calling you. <laughs> Join us, white people. <laughs> and uh, the fact that the, the fucking Blues Brothers just drove right through them. Aye. And then just had one of those great things where, every, like, everyone just had to dive into the river. Aye. And it was, it wasn't like, uh, all them diving onto fucking big mattresses below. It was just, like, about 30 people all jumping at once into a river. Aye. Even a stream, I didn't even think it was... <laughs> none of them got caught in a current and drowned. <laughs> they all landed <laughs> and... <laughs> uh, one thing actually surprises me about this film is the amount of swearing in it. I, I keep thinking, I, I always think of this film as somewhat family friendly. Yeah. Like, the whole goal behind it, like, them getting a band back together, the fact that they've got this somewhat magical car, and they're getting car chases, and nothing really bad happens. Uh. But man, they're, like, they're fucking effing and blinding, and, like, I'm pretty sure there's some M-bombs dropped at some point. What? Like, I think of just, like, the black guys talking to each other, just referring to each other's, like... Ah, fuck, I can't even mind the quote, but... Like, it wasn't, like, the fucking Nazis. Aye, uh, good job. I mind them saying yeah. Jews are hiding behind black bodyguards. Mm-hmm. That's what the Nazis say that was. <coughs> but, uh, when it gets to, like, when they're picking up maybe, like, their 30th band member, uh, uh, when they reach fucking Ray Charles, and the fact oh. that they had that boy singing outside the boom, 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 boom. The aye, singing. the hooker. Aye, I know what you mean, hooker, but not street hooker. Jim Lee, Lee hooker. hooker. Yeah. Like, that's so much better quality entertainment of Fox singing on the street rather than that one boy in our high street that just plays Sweet Home Alabama all the time. I know. For like the last 10 years, and they still can't get the song any better. Fucking gosh. Aye, where's your fucking John Lee Hooker? All Aye. we get is fucking. Is he uh, got a name? European fucking panpipe music. Steve the Gid fucking Peru stuff. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's this film actually just has like a fucking wealth of musical talent in it. Oh, aye. And it's, it's just. Weird, it is just like overly rich. If it was like food, it would almost be sore in the teeth. It was that sweet. Uh, in fact, when they get to like the dining scene, uh, Jake orders, what was it? Four fried chickens and a Coke. Uh, <laughs> I do a wee side note and just says, no wonder he died. <laughs> but Trevor did that? point, I was, I was talking about the film with Trevor because he's fucking Blues Brothers daft. And right. he did say, if it's four fried chickens and maybe a pound of coke. I, for a wee thing I heard, uh, it was actually Robin Williams at Fundy's body. Oh. That that was supposedly, well, that was probably bullshit, like, but that's probably meant that he stuck with him. Oh, right. 
No, this was put into depression and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But I reckon. Just I would have looked at it as an opportunity. as like, hey, I get a spot in the next Blues Brothers movie. Yeah. He just picks, no, up, takes a... the sunglasses off of John's body <laughs> and puts them on. <laughs> nah, they two are, were meant to be... They went joined SNL together or something. Coke buddies. <laughs> Probably what? I, I can imagine them and fucking Richard Pryor. <laughs> <laughs> oh... Nosebleeds all around. <laughs> oh. Oh. But what was it? it was when it gets to the like that scene where Aretha Franklin and her husband, who looks like the musical equivalent of Apollo Creed. Aye. <laughs> like Blues Bros. Shit. And then it breaks out into like Think by Aretha Franklin. Yeah. And then by the end of it, it's like, shut up, bitch, I'm still going out with my pals. <laughs> he still takes his apron off and launches her. <laughs> you may be able to sing, bitch, but I've still got the fucking back order you get in the news. Aye. I've no fucking bumped into Ivan Drago just yet. <laughs> <laughs> so we get one more tour in with the Blues Brothers. Yeah. Um, as you mentioned earlier, the fucking flamethrower explosive. I, the note I put down was the fact like, Elwood always looks on the bright side. Like, he notices the change lying on the ground. Aye. He's like, look, change! That'll be about $7.50 in change here. <laughs> and when they get to their first gig at the fucking... I think in the fucking country western bar? Aye. Where they're expecting the good old boys? <laughs> <laughs> and the fact when... Uh, like they had the fucking chicken wire over the stage. Aye. Like, and somehow the bottles were fucking breaking on it. Aye. Like the that must have just been so much sugar glass. Face. Yeah, they, like, all of them should have just been embedded with glass. Aye. <laughs> Thankfully, I think it was all made of sugar. Yeah. But it was like, at that point, I always think this is maybe my favourite point of the film when they sing Rawhide. Aye, because they did so well. I know, I didn't get if it's dubbed, but like they just it looks so genuine. Aye. It's like Belushi's just standing there, don't even fuck out. Arms it comes up and then there's a whip out of nowhere. Aye. He's like, yeah! He somehow whips somebody's cigarette out of their mouth. Aye. He's like, do you have to smoke? Do coke? Just fucking replaces it with a fucking bump. Ugh. At the end of it, when they're leaving and they bump into like the real good old boys, aye. And for some reason they turned up with the fucking pub shots. I know, like what fucking? I think they said something about some sort of traffic trouble, but it was when Belushi was like he was part of the commission and they needed their union cards before they could play. Aye. And the guy's like, <laughs> and the dude's fucking perfect. He's got these big fucking white tooth, like perfect teeth. Big shit-eating uh, grin, and it just says, you're going to look pretty funny trying to eat fucking corn on the car with no fucking teeth. <laughs> like, oh. I'm sure that guy is the bad guy in Rambo. <laughs> like, the first oh. But, like, since that's them getting, like, their first gig out, like, out the way, they start promoting it uh, with the few, like, the, the one at the Hollywood Palladium or something that was cried. Whatever the venue was. Uh, like where they have the big concert at the end. Alright, aye. I thought you said Hollywood. I, I, I think that might have been the actual name of the building. Oh, maybe. But um, it was just the wee note where it was like a montage of all the celebrities putting up posters like uh, fucking James Brown's putting up his poster, Aretha Franklin begrudgingly puts up her poster and it just cuts a uh, fucking Ray Charles putting his up upside down. <laughs> He's got, must have had a great sense of humour. Aye. That and he got to shoot at <coughs> little black kids. Aye. He's <laughs> <laughs> got fucking Jedi for that fucking, with that gun. He does the needy's eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ray Charles, Jedi. <laughs> um. 
But what about the fucking dude who was like the mentor to the Blues Brothers, uh, Cab Calloway, who like was one of the, I guess the te- uh, teachers at the priesthood or. Aye, uh, aye, aye. Mm-hmm. No, I think he was like the Johnny or something. Right. But it was just the fact that uh, they were stalling for time because the Blues Brothers' car breaks down. Aye. So all the bands there and the guys aren't there. So they put him on stage. Aye, and he went to Mucha. Aye. And I had to look up because I was like, this guy's singing a song far too fucking smooth. This like, this guy has to be some sort of singing guy. And you look and like he is like a fucking famous jazz singer. Aye. Like many of the Mucha was like a number one uh, hit like in the 1930s. Yeah. And he's like in Grammy uh, Hall of Fame, Lifetime Achievement Awards. It's like they fucking picked everyone for this film. Oh, Thank fuck. Like, I think they just picked like the coolest black people. Definitely. Like, <laughs> Madonna doesn't show up. Oh, is what that. I'm saying. Or Cher. Right, Twiggy yeah. snuck in there somehow, but. Eh? Twiggy snuck in there, but that was it. Aye. Uh, she was just a bit of discarded fucking fluff. <laughs> For Dan Aykroyd. Aye. Uh, um. Right, you got any notes towards the end of the film? Um, the heart punched through the window when they're breaking in. <laughs> that was he smart. Puts his heart up against it and hooks it. Aye, it was like he was trying to silence it. Aye, how the fuck is that going to silence it? At least it doesn't cut your knuckles. Aye, well. That's <laughs> and then it. he just fucking palms the frame and smashes it open. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Very fucking subtle. I know. Um, when it gets to the big chase at the end. Aye, uh, epic car chase. Where they're being chased by the police, being chased by Nazis. Aye. Uh, they're getting chased by the fucking the old boys or something as well. Yep, they're in there. <laughs> fucking obdy. Um, I think John Candy's in there as well. I liked it when they they got to the gig and they were doing their song, and the police was the place was surrounded by police. But he's like, "Hey, can I have a seat, guys? I've never seen these men live." Uh, like he just wanted to sit down and get some fucking what was it, orange? Whirl or something. I <laughs> fucking uh, three cheese whizzes for the table. <laughs> <laughs> Stay bumpsy, fucking cheese whiz. <laughs> oh, did fucking Robin Williams find him as well? Oh, God, eh? <laughs> the fucking SNL parties, man. <laughs> they would have been wild. <laughs> Why could they know Tim David Spader? <sighs> the less know about him, the better. Alright. <laughs> um, aye, the fact that when it gets to some of the big chase towards the end, and they get, they're on the road, it's like basically the bridge from speed, where there is no end. Uh, and they stop and they manage to fucking the car backflips across like they just reverse stop and then the car just flips over the Nazis oh aye aye and I just love how fucking trippy it gets when the Nazis drive off the bridge and then the car fucking takes off to the sky (laughs) like it it basically it just reinforces that they are on a mission from God aye like God's just there fucking with them occasionally like fuck it, let, let let the Nazis fly. Ah, it's like the, it's like a one of the glitches off in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> oh, and they went off and just shot up into the air. You drive the car into the swing set and you get launched. <coughs> if you if that only worked when you drove off like a fucking half finished spaghetti junction, then you would have <laughs> knew it was a fucking nod to the Blues Brothers. Boy, but. I just love how it had like that proper aviator music, like the was it not like Battle or Rise of the Valkyries? Like dun 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 <laughs> And it just like I love the eighties sort of green screen like fake background and like the fucking dude behind the wheels just slack jawed. Like, he <laughs> like, he, he oh, knows shit. he's gonna die. But 
they fucking went up past like fucking skyscrapers. Fucking how high was this road supposed to be? I know. It's they like just, the tallest road I've ever got fucking pinged off into the sky. And his pal <laughs> driving the car turns around like, I've always loved you. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just get fucking buried. Which I does they make sense in real life? <laughs> the car would just could like crush. And when they go right through the ground. And blood would shoot out at all angles. Oh, aye. Ah, I think it was a lot easier just letting them go through the fucking ground. Yeah. Just in time for their fucking sidekicks to drive into the hole. Oh, aye. <laughs> and then the fucking Bluesmobile just fucking... Fucking jumps over it. It's like <laughs> it just goes over a ramp. Aye. It was the fact that when they uh, get out of the car... And it fucking collapses... Like the doors, all the bodywork, maybe the Aye, their wing just fucking, Aye. it's like. It gave up like the they did every single nut and bolt off the thing and just kind of tapped the side of it and all just collapsed. Carefully kept it all together just for them to walk away from it. Aye. And somebody sneezed. Ugh. And then, of course, like, when they were being chased, like, by the fucking army, the police, the fire brigade. Alright. And everyone was like, hut, 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 hut. Oh, aye, aye, that was awesome. <laughs> I was like those fucking uh, Pixar cartoons where I was, uh, was it Finding Nemo and all the seagulls were like, mine, 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 mine. mine. No, it's, it was someone, I think it's Toy Story, though, the soldiers were doing that. All right, okay. They all going, hut, 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 hut. They came running across the fucking hallway. Aye, that makes a lot of sense. And aye, they they pay off the the check. No, they pay off the fucking debt. Aye, they wait five minutes. <laughs> aye, that was funny as hell. Like it took them about ten minutes to get to the top of that fucking building. Then they get yeah. it, and it's just a wee sign like, "Please wait." And I love how they barricaded doors by like just putting a chair. They put a bucket <laughs> on top of the chair. Right, let's put a bench on top of the chair. Right, we'll be fine. <coughs> and of course, uh, final notes. Uh, jailhouse Rock. Yeah. That made a lot of sense. Maybe one of the only times where it would probably be fun to be in prison. <laughs> like, in between brutal rape. Boy. Like, oh, look, the Blues Brothers are playing. Yeah. And then some guy just grabs you by the ass. And... I'm getting fucking buggered tonight. Aye. Just sitting thinking about the fucking smooth jazz as my ass gets corroded. And that fucking rough cock. <laughs> <laughs> so thick you could feel the vein in it throbbing Shut inside. Shut up. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <coughs> <coughs> Any more notes on the Blues Brothers? No. Right. Want we'll to talk trivia? Uh, maybe. Alright, I'll do one, then you do one. Alright. Uh, 103 cars were wrecked during the filming of this film. Uh, we're slower. Same idea, we're slower. There's a sentence. 103 cars were wrecked during filming. Yes. I, I, I just condensed that into a sentence. Uh, I'm trying to find one. Right, Gary think... Fisher became engaged to Dan Aykroyd during the shoot shot after, sh- shortly after he saved her from choking by applying the Heimlich manoeuvre. Oh, if that's all it took. I know. <laughs> fucking, he was actually trying to fucking bum her. <laughs> so she's got D, I may as well get my cook in her before she dies. Oh, she's still warm. Um, was this before or after Star Wars? Uh, this is after Star Wars 1, I think. Right, right. It, was Carrie, it says Carrie Fisher guest hosted on SNL episode that Blue, Blues Brothers debuted in. Right, okay. Right, I could see why he'd find her attractive then. Yes. <laughs> if that... If that I don't know which film had the gold bikini, but... Uh, what one was it? All those films are a blur to me. 
Even though we've seen the films countless times. Yeah. Like, they're all still a blur. Boy. Uh, it's Frank... a saga. They're, no ep- they're, they're all fucking one big film. Aye, exactly. Uh, Frank Oz made a cameo. Who? Who? Uh, he was the guy at the very beginning, like, talking about uh, all Jay's belongings. Jake's belongings. Like, the prophylactic, the soil prophylactic. Alright, alright. Uh, he is a famous voice actor, most notably the voice of Yoda. Oh. From Star Wars. So I was like, hmm, soil prophylactic. <laughs> <laughs> like, all of that just for a fucking Star Wars joke. Um, right, Steve Spielberg cameo. Steven Hi. Spielberg was the boy in the tax office. Was he? Yep. The boy that was away having his lunch. Fucking hell. Aye. This is like five years after Jaws. Look how fucking weird he is. I know. Fucking just a hippie kid. Ooh, a fucking... It didn't... Oh. We us being younger than other people. Aye, we only know him as old Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Like, short hair, cap and glasses. Yeah. Like, other people, like, a certain bald guy and mutton chop wearing people. <laughs> no one is a younger version. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, that was a wee bit in depth there, but I'm sure they'll get it. Well, um, <laughs> right, did you reckon... Well, you might not have recognised John Landis's cameo in the movie. Who is John Landis? The director of the Blues Brothers. No. He was a state trooper, uh, basically in the mall. I think he was the one who was like, They broke my watch! Oh. He was like screaming cop number one, basically. Right. That would have been a fun role. Just lying upside down in the car, being spun around, knowing that you're wasting millions of dollars. Yeah. Uh, do you have any notes about uh, Belushi's coke antics? Coke antics? Yeah. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> right, so... Some of you all know that John Belushi had a drug problem. Yeah. He was very fond of cocaine. Yes. And he was quite a problem on set as he would randomly and quite frequently disappear to basically <laughs> do coke. Uh, he ended up in places like Wrigley Field, which is like a, a reference point in the film. Uh-huh. He usually went there and met people who supplied him with coke. Um, when wherever they were filming, he would appear in people's houses... Uh, there there was one occasion where he was found in someone's house, like, taking food from the refrigerator. Uh, like, he just walked in and helped himself. And some websites, well, and, like, a local newspaper referred to him as, like, America's guest. Like... No, he, I would say that it was Dan Aykroyd that... Referred to him as that. that. See... Like, that almost makes me think back to, like, Robert Downey Jr. before he cleaned up. Remember, like, before Iron Man, like, he was found, like, sleeping in strangers' houses? Aye. Like, it seems like he was just doing the same thing. Like, just trying every door in the street. Basically. (laughs) Whereas fucking John was just seeing which fucking fridge was open. (laughs) Um, They hired a, a guy to basically keep... John Clean, uh-huh. and to the point where it did work, they were picking back up, and then he disappeared from set again, and they found him with basically Scarface amounts of coke. <laughs> yeah, they said he was found with a mountain of cocaine, and eventually just broke down in front of like Dan Aykroyd, Carrie Fisher, and the director, admitting <laughs> he had a problem at that stage. Uh-huh. So it was like, for a really fucking funny film, it's such a fucking sober story to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was all my notes about John and his uh, love of coke. <laughs> you got any notes? Other ones? You want to know a little bit more about the flying car? 
Gordon, can you tell me? Right. Uh, the 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 card by the Nazis had I think it must be it's called a pinto, and uh, before they could actually do that scene with the the card dropping from the sky, they had to get a certificate to make it airworthy. So they had to obtain a air UN worthiness certificate uh, from the government to deem that vehicle, uh, I guess, airworthy. Like right. for them to drop it. Right, to make sure that it's um, it's not gonna float in a city and like crush something. Aye, fly into a building, uh-huh. fly into like a a playground, and wipe out children. They deserve to die. <laughs> that would be something if a car filled with Nazis <laughs> ploughed through a fucking playground of children. Why? <laughs> Uh, All blonde-haired, blue-eyed children. <laughs> oh, the Führer would be so upset. I know. My master race. <laughs> um, you want to know the internet's reaction? Why? IMDb rated it 8 out of 10, based on 116,600 votes. Uh-huh. Rotten Tomatoes, want to take a guess? Is this critics or... Critics. Um, we'll say 90. Oh, close. 87%. Oof. And that was 45 fresh to 7 rotten reviews. Nice. Now, I think, I've, I never noted the public uh, vote, but when I was looking, I'm pretty sure that was definitely in the 90s. Aye, that would probably be me. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, like, a cult classic, I think. Oh, aye. Um... It only got one award. It was... It received a Golden Reel Award for Best Sound Editing. Aye. Aye, I guess. Like, it probably wasn't a film that was looking for awards. But somebody must have really liked the way it sounded. Uh. Well, I guess I had a fucking cracking musical, like, soundtrack to it, so... There's that. Uh. Uh, do you have any other notes on the Blues Brothers, or is that you um, finished? I've got the the kid the bit where they're driving under the under the train line. Yes. They were actually going speeds at 118 miles an hour. Aye. Aye. <laughs> they had to apply for a uh, permission for mm. the fucking government or something to make sure they were all right to drive 100 miles an hour. Fuck's sake. And I've got... Um, some of the performers were not used to lip-syncing. Ah, the musical numbers. Aye. So James Brown ended up singing his song live with a recorded backing track. Mm-hmm. John Lee Hooker... Yep. He recorded his live at Chicago's Street Market. Where he was, basically. Mm-hmm. Aretha Franklin's performance is cut together from many, many takes. Oh, that sounds like a nightmare. Using the parts where her lip syncing was actually in sync. Ah, that sounds like a headache. Oh, aye. Uh, it must be like editing a music video together. Okay. <laughs> uh, Alright, is that your blues brother dude? I've got one more. Go for it. During the making of the movie, yep. one of the actors, that Stephen Brood, whoever he was. <laughs> right. Plus, do you know who he is? No. Nah. Right. Well, he got separated for the vehicle caravan and drove the Bluesmobile 100 miles west on a certain road. To a city in Spring Valley, Illinois. When stopping at a gas station for directions, he was arrested by local police for no registration <laughs> and no valid driver's license. And then they had, he got in his fucking one telephone call mm-hmm. and he was arrested. He phoned the director. Aye. And he was not actually bothered about him. He was like on the phone trying to get the fucking car. car back. Yeah. <laughs> to finish the film. 
<laughs> sure, that boy was promptly fired after retrieving the vehicle. It could be. It was an actor in the movie. Or maybe he was cut short. Uh, and the very next scene, he's like, oh man, I can't believe they killed Steve. Oh well, Steve. to the gig. That's <laughs> me, <coughs> Alright, well, that's it. Uh, that is us covered. The Blues Brothers, which was a suggestion from Michael Guffrey. Yeah. Uh, so we are slowly getting through all of our suggestions. If you want to suggest a movie for us to review, uh, you can do it via filmsandswearing.com. Uh-huh. On there, you will find links to our Facebook page, iTunes, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Stitcher Radio, and there's also forums on there that you could send in movie suggestions. Yep. And yeah, we'll look at it if you suggest it to us. We'll consider anything. Alright. Um, next week, we will be reviewing... Joe, starring Joe. Nicolas Cage, one of the films from the Edinburgh Film Festival this year. Alright. So, uh, this is uh, uh, one of the deals where we've actually had the film sent to us to watch. So, that's the reason why we've chose it, I guess. Yeah. But we have got a couple choice. more uh, in the pipeline, as well as a Halloween horror season towards yeah. the end of October. So that's something to look forward to. Um, should we plug another podcast? Give them a wee bit, aye. All right. Well, as you suggested, like we'll send one out to was it Mutton Chop and Baldy? Mutton Chops and the Bald Man. <laughs> uh, listen to MassMovieSideUK.com. Uh, more importantly, their Indiana Jones podcasts. Uh, they've been on cracking form for those. I think if it's the fact that they fucking love some Indiana Jones. Oh, I, I listened to them. They were awesome. Like. You could tell they were like fucking giggly schoolgirls. They loved his films. Yeah. Maybe not the Crystal Skull, but still. They want to share on the temple. We do either. Aye, I, I could agree with them there. It was a, <laughs> I'd, I'd recently just rewatched them. It was like almost the same time as they done the podcast. It was really fresh in my head, but was, that was the one. I was like, man, this film's a bit long. Uh, like Kalima, end of film. Uh, so I massmovesideuk.com. Uh, so yeah, it's time to sign off. Um, you don't have to go home, but you can't sleep here. Really. I had to throw a line in. Come on. <laughs> Fuck off and tune in next week. No, Jack, you can't handle the truth. See, the truth is that All Things Film offers the best value in free movie podcasts on the internet. That's right, free, as in it costs you nothing. Daily Grindhouse. Films and swearing, a movie podcast. It was only a pound. La La Film. Maths, Movie Side UK. Podcast on Fire. And of course, Film Exploitation. The All Things Film podcast. All free and all available online on iTunes, on the podcast app, on Stitcher, on TuneIn Radio, direct or from www.allthingsfilm.co.uk. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. See, as far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a podcaster. All Things Film, the premium film movie podcast feed on the net. <laughs>